Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Well, good afternoon, and welcome once again to Lifting Lesson at Lunch. So good to have you tuned in today, and we trust today's podcast will be a blessing to you as we begin the series, A Summer of Faith. And what a challenge this is for each of us to uh, come up with something that's individual without crossing one another. But uh, if we do cross, uh, just forgive us. And maybe uh, we just need to hear it more than one time. As we begin our study on faith, first of all, I know of no one that does not have faith. For example, a person who won't walk under a ladder has faith in superstition. Anyone that goes to bed at night expecting to wake up in the morning has faith. Even if the faith is simply that the world will still be turning on its axis the next morning. Even atheists have faith. They exercise great faith that God does not exist. The other day as we were flying back from Alaska, I, th I thought about how all these people on the plane, 250 or so folks on the plane, have put their trust in a piece of metal, a pilot, and air traffic control without worry for the most part. Putting our faith in man. So lack of faith isn't the real problem for most of us, nor is the amount of faith what's important in repairing our faith. Matthew 17, 20, the, the second part of the verse says, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. In Hebrews 12, 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and yet is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So today I want to kind of work on how do we repair our lack of faith. We all fall short of that. By turning your faith around and pointing it in the right direction would be a, a good help. The writer of Hebrews, and we believe that's Paul, as we just read, puts it, looking or fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher or perfecter of our faith. We've got to get our eyes off of each other, ourselves, our problems, our pet peeves, our personal preferences, and, and put our focus and faith on Jesus Christ. Jesus is not the author, not only the author, object, initiator, and beginning of our faith, but he is the perfecter, the completer, the source, and the very end of our faith. The way we go about repairing our focus has to do with where we place the focus of our faith. We must fix our eyes or gaze upon the Lord Jesus Christ. See Him. Listen to His voice. Receive revelation from the Holy Spirit concerning His desire. Know what He desires. 
what he's designed. Know the direction he wants us to go as people of God and, and gather together under Christ's lordship. So if it isn't the absence of faith nor the amount of faith that matters, just what is it about faith that really makes the difference? In the negative sense, what makes the difference is we have shifted the focus of our faith to other things. Just like the other day when I was on the plane, my faith was in that pilot. My faith was in that plane that it was going to stay up. And my faith was in the air traffic controllers that was going to guide us in the right direction. If the object of our faith isn't Jesus Christ, then we shifted our faith and focus to a lesser object. Many people make foolish choices as to the object of their faith. Just look around and you pay attention to the various objects of faith in which people are willing to trust. Not too many years ago, a group of people put their faith in, quote, religion. That promised that a spaceship would soon arrive and take them to Mother Planet. The result was mass suicide similar to that of Jonestown. Another sad story where people were led astray and men and women, boys and girls, were convinced to put their faith in the words or the object of man. Remember the passage I quoted just a few moments ago? If we have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place. You probably have heard the story that about the church that was building a building, but that, they couldn't finish the building because there was a mountain in the way. Well, soon after I retired uh, in 19, uh, excuse me, in 2017, I went to help a church out in North Carolina and just happened to be the church that this story is all about. They were trying to build a building. They had, in fact, they had most of the building built, built but they couldn't get a, a certificate of occupancy because they needed a mountain out of the way so they could expand the parking lot, make it bigger uh, so they could get that certificate. And we were there just a couple of years, but we've, we met a godly deacon by the name of James Smith. And he claimed this verse, what I just read. If you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place. And he was a godly man. So he decided to take God up on that promise. He went out to the church property day after day, week after week, and he walked around that mountain, in front of that mountain, claiming that mountain for the Lord. One day, Walmart decided they was going to build a building about two miles from the church down the hill there. So they approached the pastor of the church and said, Hey, we're trying to get some landfill. We need some dirt. We need some rock. And we were wondering if we could buy that mountain that's out in front of your church so that we could use it for our landfill. And of course, that was nothing other than answer the prayer that Brother James and many other people at that church had asked God to do. And not simply did he move the mountain, they paid them money for that mountain that helped with the building fund. You see, Brother James had his face, faith focused 
on the right object of his faith. It was Jesus. Where is our faith focused today? And as the series of Summer Faith continues, and this is kind of where I'm going to, the direction I'm going to be going, where, where is our faith focused? What do we need to do to increase our faith? Well, the, the writer of the book, book of Hebrews said, looking unto Jesus. Keeping our eyes fixed on the Son of God. Because He is the author and He is the finisher of our faith. So as we get into these lessons, let's remember, let's keep this in mind. Our faith is broken. So many times in our lives, our faith is broken. We just don't have the faith that we think that we need. Even though Jesus told His disciples, even if you got the faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed, that very small amount of faith, it can do wonders. For Peter, he walked on the water with that just a little bit of faith. So as we focus in the next few weeks on restoring or fixing our focus on the right kind of faith, I hope this, these lessons will challenge you, and I hope they will help me even to build my faith as a minister of music at Calvary Baptist Church so that I can see beyond me, and I can see beyond people, and I can see what God wants us to do. Calvary Baptist Church is a great church, but you know, we got so many more possibilities. But we need some men, we need some women of faith. Not faith in the object of things that are outside, but faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that He can take our church and make it much better. He can take our choir and increase it. Right now we have 35 pretty much regular singers in our choir. I am praying that God will, will increase that to 50. And I know He can do it. And I challenge you to help us pray. Pray for our church. Pray for our pastor. Pray for our leadership that He would all increase our faith. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Look forward to seeing you in the house of the Lord this coming Lord's Day.